Hashtag SAFMBTH. Thank you very much, Tsepiso, for your message. It's DC, as in the DC in the US. Um, really love your messages there. A reminder that, yes, while it might be that festive period where we do get together, where we do celebrate, where we do bond with one another, it can also be a, a triggering one for others who've lost loved ones during the course of uh, the year. Um, so a reminder to, to all of us there and uh, your thoughts and the memories of your loved ones remain with us as always. It is unfortunate, though, that um, while this is meant to be that period of a celebration, we are seeing destructions in different parts of the country, very much a bleak Christmas for some residents in Cape Town after a fire guarded the sea winds in formal settlement, leaving 400 people um, with only the clothes on their back. The fire was said to have been raging for hours as strong winds make it difficult for firefighters to bring it under control. And this is one of many, uh, particularly in that part of the city where we've seen uh, fires raging over the past couple of days. And to give us an update as to where we are, we joined on the line by City of Cape Town, MACO member responsible for safety and security, J.P. Smith. J.P., thank you very much for making time. Uh, meant to be an easy period, but it has not been for yourself and the team over the past couple of days. Uh, it never is this time of year. The festive season is always busier. It always means that our workload is increased. In the first 20 days of December, we had 2,500 fires. So it's 125 plus a day. And we are always kept extremely busy during this time. And it's a time when routinely the wind will pick up um, to very extreme levels. There is a, a weather warning out at the moment for the wind strength. And that means that the normal kind of fires that fire would respond to and quickly put out and that would be of no further consequence. That is a statistic on a piece of paper on a report somewhere now becomes newsworthy because it's it becomes a significant blaze that threatens property or life. And that mm. has been the case for the last week with the fires in the South Peninsula, which are now, that South Peninsula fire now fully under control, no flare-ups. So that's um, contained. Uh, the secondary fire that was started, and I say started because all fires are started by human beings, um, whether intentionally or unintentionally, uh, was on Glencan Expressway. That one was under control. That is a flare-up today. There was uh, firefighting happening there, including aerial water bombing. We've got five resources in the air and two spotter planes. Uh, there are two fires out in the Malkbos side on the R27, where a large animal shelter is at risk. We've got staff out there containing that, so we won't have to hopefully evacuate the animals. And we have a... Um, fire uh, at Hansekral, which is on the border between us and the West Coast Municipality, and they are working with us to contain that one. That one is the most significant fire at the moment. There is a fire that was started at the top of Imazama Yetu in Hart Bay. Um, it, it didn't come over the mountain. It was started from the bottom, and that fire, there are eight uh, pumps there at the moment containing that fire so it doesn't blow back into, into IY. Uh, so, uh, a busy time, a fire in Woodstock uh, in a building that was gutted earlier uh, a few hours ago. Um, again, uh, negligence. And then, of course, the, the, the only fire that's been 
truly devastating at this stage um, mm. in sea winds last night, um, the cause of which is not yet clear, um, but will almost always be a fire left untended or, um, or, or some irresponsible use of fire. Uh, and there the ward council is working closely with the with SASA and some of the relief NGOs that the city's disaster risk management is partnering with uh, to assist the residents. Uh, just to staying with what happened at, at Seawinds, JP, and it's a good thing that we're hearing um, of the assistance being given, uh, the reports at least that we have of people having lost their homes. Have there been any uh, casualties, any injuries? Uh, one hopes not. No, I'm not aware of any casualties. Uh, no such were reported. It is sometimes so that um, after the fact, people who are live alone, um, that families later on report they're missing, uh, and that one doesn't, in between all the rubble, immediately find such a casualty, but we're not aware of any such. So I think that it was uh, un- unfortunately uh, the, the un- very unfortunate fire, but at least no no life lost. And uh, we will be engaging national government in terms of their responsibilities in supplying the um, emergency humanitarian relief in terms of starter kits, the city's human settlements department, will engage them. Uh, The rules around that have changed, but we are actively uh, pushing every time for those starter kits to be supplied. And uh, in the meantime, soft relief in terms of food and and other stores uh, being dispensed. Ward Councillor Mandy Marr actively on the scene uh, since the start of the fire, uh, as well as our disaster management and other resources. All right. Um, just in conclusion, JP, a couple of the areas where we have seen um, the fires that we that have raged over the past couple of days, your Simonstown, your Glen Ken, very much tourist destination and many visitors to the city. Um, also, um, you're choosing that part of, of the city itself as part of their activities. How has um, the how have they been affected or um, what warning would you ha- give to those who are still intending to visit those parts of the city? Uh, it's not had too big an impact other than uh, some roads being closed, which congested traffic. The M5 was closed earlier uh, today because of the smoke blowing over from Youngsfield, um, the military base where a large piece of vegetation was alight. Um, but the uh, biggest impact, I think, probably is the fact that Cape Point was closed for a couple of days, uh, did reopen a day or two ago. Uh, so we're making every effort to make sure everybody can go about their business um, and do what they need to do with the least um, uh, inconvenience, but keeping safety in mind. Um, and so it was the responsible thing to close Cape Point during that time when it was unclear how the fire was going to turn. There was very significant risk around that radial informal settlement in the ostrich farm, even um, until uh, yesterday afternoon. Um, and we've had significant resources out there, uh, and we did again today declare code red, which means we asked neighboring municipalities to come and help because of the large number of fires. So all I can say to visitors and locals is be responsible. None of these fires uh, fall from the heavens. They are started by people who are being reckless with fire, either intentionally or unintentionally, and if you see anything, please report it to the city's 24-hour emergency call center or calls answered or at least 80 percent or 90 percent of those calls are answered in the first 14 seconds so uh, <clears throat> please call them on zero two one four eight zero double seven double zero.
JP Smith, thank you very much. The City of Cape Town's Mako member responsible for safety and security there, giving us an update on the fires that have affected different parts of the city. What is needed is rain.